world of real and virtual auto sport meets. Mad Sim Racing Media presents the Into the Apex podcast. And it's Into the Apex with your crew, Patrick, Rob, Tyler, and Bradley. And it, uh, we might sound a little different tonight uh, because uh, the Into the Apex studio has uh, come under construction. And Bradley and I, for the first time in this show's time since uh, our road episodes, are actually in the same room uh, as we record this and prepare this show tonight. So we've got a little bit of a different setup. Uh, We've got the IT crew, which is basically Rob, uh, on uh, standby. And uh, we're trying out some different technology settings and hookups uh, for this episode going forward. So you may hear a little bit of a different sound and things may sound a tad different, but we will be figuring it out if it doesn't work. Uh, but that's exciting because Bradley, I'm looking at you. We're having some Elijah Craig bourbon as we record here, uh, as is our tradition for another apex, uh, having a it's good exciting. time. It's it exciting is. to, uh, to have a studio here and we've got a, kind of building up a, a right. command center for mad sim racing. It's, it's quite ambient. We've got some, um, MSR into the apex blue ambient lighting. We're in the dark essentially other than these led lights and uh, your own Rob Gregoire and Patrick Stein, full-time cast of the show, uh, are on a very large Sony TV. <laughs> How large is that TV? It's a, it's a full-size uh, flat-screen TV, and uh, Patrick and Rob are on it, and we're sitting in the studio, and they're remote. Uh, pretty cool, exciting stuff. I mean, at least to us. We're geeking out over it uh, tonight uh, as we figure it out. Uh, Rob and Patrick, glad to have you here, uh, as always. Patrick, uh, so so I'm going to start with uh, some real racing experiences. I think we've got mostly real racing stuff on tap tonight. Um, for do I, Rob? Do we want to tease your news and start with Patrick, or do you just want to jump right into it? I think whatever you feels best. But one thing I'm going to say, I think we should cut into this episode with the boys are back in town. <laughs> <laughs> well, how much of that are you? How much can we use before we? I sued? do. I do. Think- I think it's thirty seconds or something's fair. Fair use. <laughs> All right, we'll clip that like Roddy Piper. That's right. I do think. I God, do Dan think- just feels good to be back. I, let's start with you, Rob. That's we, right. We have excluded Rob for quite a while. We need to pay some attention to Rob. Rob Too long weeks. No lonely he's kid. In the corner. He's been crouched in the corner. He's. I know Rob's been crouched in the shower crying and having the water, you know, shroud his tears. He's, he's been schmeagle goleming for the last <laughs> two or three weeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rob, Rob was ready to go. Rob has been ready to go for a while now, and he's not been able to get here. But uh, that leads us in, into some exciting... Well. First, Rob, what have you been doing on your on your Friday nights uh, the past couple weeks without this? Uh, drinking by myself, by yourself, <laughs> yeah, just with us. an alcoholic. Have you been talk? Have you just been sitting there talking into a dead microphone that nobody's listening to? Yeah, just been working on my tight five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that brings us to some uh, awesome news, Rob. You've been stuck in Canada. For quite a while. When was the last time you were out of Canada? Last time I was out of Canada would have been yes. Last Ooh. time I was in Florida two years ago, so three years ago. It's been years. It's been a couple of years. Yeah, pre-COVID for sure. So, Rob is coming to America. <laughs> oh, we we need a, there's a song for that too. There has <laughs> very to be. nice. Rob Rob is living in America. America. So Rob was always coming to America for the Daytona 24, but Rob's coming here sooner than that. Rob, tell the folks where you're going to be in less than a month. We're going to be at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta for Petit, Petit Le Mans. Rob Grigard will right. be on the ground. 
on Into the Apex on the Road. And uh, he, actually, you've you've set it up to where you're going to fly into North Carolina, which is where we are based now for Into the Apex. Uh, you're going to fly into Raleigh, North Carolina, so you can be picked up by us and ride with us. That's that's a hardcore road trip experience. It is. It is. I figured I might as well do it now. So if if it's not a pleasurable experience, I can just change my flight to go right to Florida. Oh, you yourself, huh? <laughs> so you're you're what? You're like six six seven or seven? So, six, seven. What, are, what are you? Seven. I'm I'm six, is he, bath, like six four with a shaved head. Yeah, Kareem Kareem yeah. Abdul Gregor. <laughs> hey, I kind of like that. Has <laughs> a ring to it. So so you're gonna fit into the back of my uh, Volkswagen Jetta. Well, that's going to seem. I'm not very... giving you the front seat, you bastard. It's going to push that. That's the thing. It's going to seem roomy to me. A couple of years, a few years ago, I drove from here all the way to Vancouver on the other side of the country. It took like nine days, and we, it was three of us in a Toyota Yaris hatchback. But oh, also, so you, can, you can do this just fine. Oh, okay. exactly. There was three of us, but not only was there three of us in the car, there was also one of those persons' entire life as they were moving across the country. So there wasn't even three. Wait, 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 wait. Their entire life in a Toyota Yaris. Yeah. Like all their possessions just crammed in life. That's not a whole, that's not a whole lot of life there, my friend. Oh, she's a good girl. Oh, okay. Is she a a nice, is she attractive girl? Yes. Yes. She's a nice lady from the sounds of it. I take back everything I just said. There you go. I, I thought it was some bastard guy that, that had no life and, Fit it in the back of a Yaris. No, but if she's a nice lady, you could send her my way. Yeah, Bradley's car is going to feel like a seven forty seven. It's, 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 it's nice a car. lovely uh, two thousand nineteen Volkswagen Jetta. That's a weird flex right there. It is. Yeah. It's it's a higher tier model too. <laughs> it's an SEL model. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> is it scanned into high racing? Uh, no, the old one is though. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you're going to have a good time. We're going to have a car cramped. Sam Kenyon of powerheadset.com uh, will be with us. And uh, Cody from Indianapolis will be there. Uh, everybody except you, Patrick. What the hell? Man, I'm seven up my vacation time. <laughs> For Daytona. That's yeah. Right. Oh, well, think of it like this. I don't fly. I hate flying. I'm scared of scared. Oh, Bradley of that. just flew to Cleveland. Oh, I got. Oh, my God. Bradley just flew to Cleveland and, and uh well, he last well he last slash first flew with me to Los Angeles years ago, twenty twelve. Ten years ago, it's been ten years. Ten ago. years, twenty eleven. Just about, yeah, yeah, ten years ago, and uh, we were we were nervous, but it was new to us. But uh, from what I understand, Bradley flew up to Cleveland a couple of days ago, and uh, nearly shit himself from the sound of it. He was stressing it, was it out. A few days ago was uh, was he yesterday? Day before yesterday? Well, day before yesterday, you were you were stressing. Oh, I was stressing uh, quite a bit. Scary. <laughs> So scary. <laughs> so what's have you ever flown, Patrick? Have you ever flown? Yeah, I've I've flown. The last time I've flown was probably 12, 13 years ago. And did uh, something bad happen? Uh <laughs> I, I flew over oh. the Rockies from Phoenix, uh, mm-hmm. flying back to Chicago and yeah. really bad turbulence, and it just I had really bad anxiety and like a panic attack and just they didn't have enough. Oh, yeah, I was with they you. didn't have enough beer on that fucking airplane. <laughs> oh, I had none. I was stone cold uh, sober for my first little. It was a little regional flight in a tiny little plane. Oh, those are the cross wor- winds. Those into are the cross fucking words. Charlotte. Yeah, it would teeter and back and forth right down to the to the end. That that made me. Uh, that 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 hurt. <laughs> it hurt my nerves. <laughs> I'm I'm with you. I was I was cold, sweaty palmed, and clenched tight. 
That's all I'm oh, yeah. saying. Yeah, it that that sucker is sewn shut. It's so tight. <laughs> Rob, I get the feeling that it doesn't bother you so much. I used to. It used to. Like I used to have the exact like the first time I ever flew, I went to the Dominican and we hit really bad turbulence. And I had no reference point for what turbulence was supposed to feel like. I full on passed out. Oh, in my seat mm. yeah i just it was just a complete freak out and now ever yeah, since I mean, then like it's everything just hit some turbines like ah, oh, this is nothing yeah i mean tyler acts acts like uh he, he forgets what it's cool like. as a cucumber yeah when you're when you're up there in that little tin thing and you look down at how far down things go and you realize well this is made by man and things made by man can fail and if this fails that's it i mean that's a terrifying feeling while you're in it yeah, yeah, but, but pretty sure it, planes pretty starts sure to have problems. You're a pilot via flight I simulator, could, much like say, you're a race car driver on iRacing. Yeah, you play flight simulator. You'll just pop in the cockpit <laughs> and solve every problem, won't you? I, I actually you'll uh, land that bitch right in actually, uh, Rob, Rob West Virginia. This. Rob will appreciate this. I got a glimpse in a 737, the final uh, flight to Cleveland. Um, as we were is exiting, this flight simulator yes, talk. What yes. is this? As we exited the plane, uh, the pilot had opened the door to the cockpit. And as I was walking out, I could look at all the buttons and controls all glowing and lit up inside the cockpit. And I just, as I walked, I kind of slowly walked by and just looked at it. Oh. Kind of like you would look into the oh. the uh, interior of a race car for my racing. You just appreciate the model in real life that we you're did used that. to looking at in sim. We did do that at Indianapolis yeah, I mean, and all these so it's, it's It's just, it's, I don't know what it is, how to describe it. It's like, oh, there it is in real life after looking at it for so many hours in a sim. It's just, there's something almost surreal about it only me okay <laughs> yep yep well, pa- you know patrick's not gonna no, no support whatsoever from rob okay. patrick's sweating okay. at the mere thought of flying he's having a hard time right now yeah i'm willing to drive in the middle of fucking winter from chicago all the way to north carolina then all the way to freaking daytona <laughs> You're going to be flying. driving the you're driving the creepy van, Patrick. Today, I'm not driving the creepy about. van. This van will have windows. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the soccer mom mobile. Patrick's heading back from the Grand Tetons. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! Oh no! Oh. So, so the point is, the point is, Rob is going to be jet setting to North Carolina to Atlanta, and uh, we hope to get there early Friday evening and do a little karting at the Andretti. Uh, Karting shop or whatever that is, it's like a sports bar, top golf, karting games, arcade. Uh, yeah, it looks like a good time. Uh, so know, we're going to try to get there, track, and hang out there. So anybody that's in the area, check it out. Uh, but we'll be around Petit Lama with Rob Gregor on the on the scene, on location. So that's exciting news. That really is exciting because uh, we've had just about everybody out on the road with us, Patrick. Uh, that transitions us to you. Uh, and your Indianapolis time. So you were on the show the night before you witnessed the cars, the race and all that. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really get to give your takes on it. Yeah. Having never, and I assume that's uh, correct me again, Patrick, you've never seen those sports cars or racing like that in person. Uh, uh, so, to that degree. No, I've seen okay. like a, a, like a lower tier, like sports car series, but they only did like a 45 minute race at, road america and then there was the xfinity series but well, I, assume, I assume you've not you've not seen uh racing like that at least let's put it this way since you've gotten into iRacing as heavily oh yeah you no. really start to you really in iRacing and sim racing you start to really appreciate the cars uh and 
I mean, this is this is going to sound cheesy. We talk about this. I mean, you feel like you're involved in it some way. You feel connected to it more. That's, oh yeah, that's the beauty of it. That's I don't think it's it's pushing it. Um, it's all familiar to you in a way. This the track, the cars. Um, so you walk with we walk approach the pagoda. We walk under the tunnel uh, to go into the circuit for the first time on a brisk Sunday morning at Indianapolis. What are you feeling at that time? I got chills. I honestly, when we started to go underneath the track, when we were walking in, I got chills up and down my arm and it wasn't because it was 40 something degrees out. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I honestly got chills. Cause I'm like, Holy shit. This is yeah. one of the most historic tracks in all of racing. And I'm here. I was trying to get Bradley to understand that to come up. Yeah, see, I, I mean, it's I understand what you're saying about the history and all that. I just I need to get the feeling on the ground. I Maybe stood on the fucking bricks, man. I this is the thing. Do you think Daytona is Con- be better? Or let's give same? a controversial take right here, right now. Oh, uh, I've never been to Daytona. I'll go for the first time for the 24 in January. Uh, I've been to Indianapolis now three times this year. The first time being for the Indy 500 this year. Uh, blown away i mean we've we've taken the show on the road all three times um so maybe i'm biased at this point because i've been there a few times uh, but that feeling doesn't go away the third time approaching the circuit approaching the pagoda uh, i will give you my take let's bookmark it for daytona i'll give you my take but i feel like indianapolis would top daytona i uh, think so I, I really i really do the 24 of daytona the daytona 500 i just i Having seen the Indy 500, I certainly appreciate the speed, the danger, the insanity of that. Uh, to be at the at the track in Indianapolis in whatever format, the oval, the road course, the size of it, it's massive. And I'll give you my take on Daytona. I don't have the perspective. I'm going to throw that out there. Um, but I feel like at Indy, I get that rush like you're describing, Patrick, like you might, I would imagine if you approached Le Mans or maybe Nürburgring, Lamont first and foremost maybe monaco i I don't know uh, if that would fall in there um but you just it hits you the history and we got to go on the grid uh for the grid walk with our our passes uh before the green flag and we got to go up to the bricks and actually look at step on be at the brick starting finish line uh and that is another experience i mean I think Patrick, you were checking out an AJ Foyt brick on the start finish line. Yeah, I took a picture of a AJ Foyt yeah. brick right there in the I mean, center. It really detonates in your mind at that point when you're there and you see all that, and you're standing on the the, the straightaways are so long that if you're it, when you stand up to watch the sports cars going down, or I'm sure even the Indy cars, straightaways are so long that it really it hits you, and you see the pagoda in the distance and and. The size and scale of it, I just can't put it into words for you, Bradley. And, and folks listening that have been there certainly appreciate it. If you and if you've not been there, like Bradley, like Rob, uh, and you, uh, you know, hopefully this kind of loss for words that Patrick and I have will will push you over the edge. Because uh, to talk more a little more, and I think maybe Jerry, you know, commented on it quite a bit, uh, if not on the air, off the air, uh, it, the eight hours of Indy was everything you could ask for as a racing fan. If you're into into the sports car racing, endurance racing, team racing, and iRacing, or or in real life, I assume if you like one, you like the other. Uh, it was just right. Not crowded, perfect amount of people, laid back, open, relaxed paddock. For this race, for the Intercontinental 8 Hours, 
one of the most in my time this year of traveling all these races the most diverse paddock i've been to and and that was really cool to see you have the ferraris you have uh, the audis uh, lamborghinis the mclarens you walk through the paddock you hear people speak in their native languages of all types uh, you walk by a mclaren there's you know they're all british it's just you feel like you're in a melting pot uh, hopefully that, i mean that's not cheesy to say <laughs> no, i don't, I don't think it i is. don't think so it yeah. really that's really and truly what what's your experience I mean, I, the, the races i've been in a vir in mid-ohio it's just not felt that way i mean they've been fine it's races, a diverse it's a diverse entry list yeah, yeah. i mean it's intercontinental gt right. so yeah you you i mean there's obviously a lot of diversity on the entry lists for any motorsport which is a beautiful thing between both nations nationalities genders etc uh racing i think sports car racing of course certainly has that diversity uh and, and everybody can bring what they can to the table equally in their equipment um but i really felt it at the intercontinental eight hours of indy that's all i can say about that that's that's my that's my take on it uh, patrick i'll let you continue with uh, your first impressions because this was kind of a beginning for you i think since you've really got because i think you uh, we've talked with you a lot about nascar yeah so i think you're just getting into really you know really getting into the sports car racing the enduro racing yeah um I think it was probably the perfect event to go into with the endurance road racing. Um, you know, not really having that much experience with it or anything, but going into that, it was just such a great experience. Um, being able to go pretty much wherever the hell you wanted on that track, you know, around the track and just see all these different vantage points and, you know, sit on uh, one of the hills. Uh, I forget what turn number it is. It's uh, by the back stretch on the road yeah, course. Turn yeah, yeah, turn seven. Yeah, turn seven. Seven and eight. Yeah, sitting back there, it was great. We saw some action. We we sat at turn one for the beginning of the race, and holy crap, did we see some good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, everywhere we went, you know, being around Gasoline Alley, you know, all this other stuff, it just was like those pinch me holy shit moments like (laughs) i wouldn't go to the indy 500 first thing but this is definitely a good start you know for my first race at indy yeah to be able to to kind of roam around open paddock kind of style oh yeah and you could have gotten a, a free pirelli used tire the, <laughs> I don't know why Tyler didn't do that. We could have put that in the studio. Here. Per- Pirelli, they were giving out. We well, we were walking. We went out to get some lunch at the car, yeah, and scanned out. So went back in, and we see all kinds of people just walking out with tires. It's like, what the, the hell is this? Would have got one. We could have mounted people it. doing. Tyler didn't grab it because it's just his American exceptionalism coming through. <laughs> <laughs> got any Bridgestones. I didn't know they were Pirellis, Rob. Yeah, aren't those but like I didn't European? want to get all that rubber on me, and I, d- I had a small, tiny, economic car. I don't know where to put this big. Pirelli's not American. That's shocking. What? What? It's Pirelli's shocking. not American, right? For me, not to get the car. No, no the tire. The tire. Yeah, because Tyler's all about free things. Well, like then here, here's the other thing. Tires we were with Cody, and Cody grabbed one, but this guy from one of the GT4 teams sees him and says, "Hey, do you want a GT4 tire?" Oh God! So. Cody got a, a, I think it was a, tires. What? It wasn't a Pirelli tire, but it was no. um, Hancock or something. Yeah. Hancock or Michelin. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Well, my uh, bad. Hancock. 
Oh, John Hancock. Oh, uh, no, it was one of those. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah. It was like I think like a fifteen-inch tire. Yeah, small. <laughs> Why didn't you take the tire, Tyler? Because I, I, where am I going to put a tire? But, I think where you made are a good choice, Tyler. Tire? Where are you going to get a free slick racing? Fine, tire? we'll find one somewhere. Tyler, if you got that GT4 tire every night, you'd just be hearing Bradley whisking mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would hear Bradley sniffing the tire. And I would stroke. touch it. It'd be like ASMR for this tire. Bradley <laughs> would like, he would stroke the rubber. Well, it's like uh, if it's like any good materialist. You want to inspect the thing that you have. Like you get a new, you get something new. You buy a new electronic or something, or like the Fanatec wheels. You just want to kind of look at it. You wanna you wanna Fondle. touch it. Oh, I mean the, that is that's technically what you're doing with it, right? <laughs> when Cody was picking out the tire, he was like inspecting out of like this big like four or five bundles. He was like, "Hmm, which used tire would be the best one for my needs?" I put it on his car. Well, they weren't they weren't capping a number. You could take as many as you wanted. Yeah, there's some people walking out with three. I bet they have. Uh, I mean, if if they were in it decent shape, them. put them on your local racer. I'm sure you could. If yeah. you got a rim that fits them, you'd be the next Michael Schumacher. If you remember that in the documentary, I'm talking about taking old tires that people were throwing away and using them to win races. Yeah, <laughs> there that's you true. Go. Just get get four total. There's yeah. a kid walking around with a, t- a used tire and a wheel. It's the wheel still attached to it. I have a lug nut. You do? Yeah, I have a lug nut. Where'd here. you get that from? Uh, we found Jerry found it on the ground at Indianapolis. Oh boy. Somebody probably wrecked because of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Patrick, we teased it on the air. So that's why I'll revisit it. Patrick, you and I roomed together for a couple nights there in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Did you? Nothing happened, right? No, Did you? Nothing weird happened. Well, nothing happened. Just like we talked. Just like we <laughs> talked about. Patrick, uh, do what we rehearsed quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this, Patrick. I will say this, and just because it's it's the bit on the air. Uh, did you know, Patrick? And oh. I, I hope this isn't a sore spot. I hope this isn't a sore point uh, because I mean it with all care. Did you know that you talked in your sleep, Patrick? Oh, yeah. My whole family does it. Everybody knows. So you know that. That's not breaking news to you. That's not breaking news. My whole Every member of my family does it. Because I I was fascinated by that. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I Googled what causes this? What what is what's going on? Because I've not had something like that. I do uh, it too. I'm, I'm just I'm gonna, you now. snore. Tyler snores. Oh, well, he fucking snores. Yeah. Are you so Patrick? Are you aware of of what you're saying, or you have no idea? Eh, no, you don't know. Sometimes I sometimes I have kind of an idea. Sometimes I don't. Like, is it part of a dream, and you're just saying it, and you can't control it? No, it's just random stuff. Usually. I'm a talker too, and I have no control over it. So, so Rob, you talk in your sleep. I, not as bad as I used to, but like when, like say, ten years ago when I first met Kayla, it was really bad. Patrick, yeah, you, like, Patrick you, you just mumble things. Well, Patrick wasn't mumbling. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick was proclaiming. Yeah, he was and, demanding and satisfaction. Out of me a couple times. I, I, I thought also... you were, I thought you were yelling at me, Patrick. I thought you were you were upset at me, and I'm like, what the fuck? I also was I. Have you ever that, seen like, that? Have you seen the video of the? parakeet what the fuck what the fuck that's what i was th- i was like whoa so patrick is a, a bit of a karen in his sleep patrick no offense uh because i was i had woken up i think it was probably seven or so my my body wakes up automatically uh and i hear i'm laying there just trying to go back to sleep and then i hear patrick say in a clear patrick voice just like he's on into the apex um 
I mean, what, what was he saying? He said, uh, I want to speak to a manager right now and we're going to hash this out. I don't know. <laughs> if not Patrick. <laughs> but all I could think of was a, was Patrick with the Karen hair haircut because Patrick was speaking to the manager. He was asked, he was demanding to speak to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, he's not mad at me. I didn't do anything. I just wanted the hotel shorts yeah. on some towels. Yeah. And and uh so, so I at that point, you said a couple other things. I don't remember all of them. Uh but uh <laughs> so who wants to room up for Daytona, huh? <laughs> you said a couple other things. I remember Hey, one. hey, hey, I think this is just a ploy by Patrick to get a room by himself. <laughs> <laughs> so Patrick, one of the things that you said some things I forgot because they were just whatever. But one thing you said that I didn't understand. I will fucking kill you. No, no, but I was I was stressing. I did not know what Patrick I I was worried about what you might reveal about yourself to me, Patrick. <laughs> I did not I did not I commentate women's wrestling in second life. Yeah. I didn't know what your subconscious was gonna say to me that I wasn't supposed to hear. <laughs> the bodies in the bottom of the Great Lake. <laughs> Lake Erie. That's where the body is. Uh or <laughs> or worse things. <laughs> Let's censor ourselves here. But uh, uh another thing that I that you said that I still to the, to to this point I am infinitely curious about was uh and you even had nuance of tone. I don't mean to pile on to you Patrick, but this is it, it's hilarious to me. And I think it's really interesting. It's hilarious uh, to me too. <laughs> you, Patrick, you were laying, You said uh, this is what made me jump. This is one of them that made me jump, and I'll, I'll finish with this one uh, <laughs> because this start this startled me. I, my my heart rate increased from this because you yelled this out, Patrick. By the way, oh. uh, <laughs> I love that he has no idea what he's what he said. I just want to know if you remember this dream. Uh, you said you just. I was laying there. I, at this point, I knew what was up. And uh, I'm laying there, and I hear Patrick then yells, "Not you, Chamberlain, Mr. Burns." <laughs> what? What kind of Illuminati shit is that? But it, no, he but he he yelled aggressively, "Not you, Chamberlain!" And then his tone softened. You, Mr. Burns, or Mr. Burns? That's a. L- I was what? like the Simpsons. What? What kind of tra- <laughs> what, 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 what dream is he having here? Does that ring a bell? Do you know a Chamberlain? Uh, I went to grade school with a kid with the last name Chamberlain. Okay, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm part of your psyche now, Pat. Yeah, you're my psychologist now. Apparently, we're we're gonna put some ink on uh, some paper and fold it over and see what we get. You need me to lay on a couch and explain my feelings now too? Fuck. Well, if you fall asleep, we might get your subconscious version of it to try some hypnotism on. Now, to be clear, in my my defense, though. In my defense, I just went through a pretty rough weekend before I you came did. to Indianapolis. So you, you my head was not in the right place, and going to Indy was actually very therapeutic in a way. Therapeutic, yes, Cathartic. absolutely. Yeah, Patrick did have a rough weekend in his family, so we were glad you were able to make it out at all. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I will say, I, I, I'm saying this publicly because that's all funny stuff, and it's fascinating to me, but nothing weird. So thank you, Patrick, for not making me uh, uncomfortable. No, don't worry. <laughs> no, no, Patrick, uh, and if you, were, I hope you I didn't do the same to that's you. That's what I was going to say. Now, Patrick, what did Tyler do? <laughs> he, he appeared. Oh, he just snored. He just snored. What did he do? He just snored. 
The, I'm all oh, paranoid about talking in my yeah. sleep around you guys now. Yeah, for fuck's I mean, sake. I didn't, I didn't walk out with a towel, but Rob. <laughs> what? Oh, whoopsie. What? <laughs> whoopsie. <laughs> Rob, you'll be fine at Petit Lamar. Don't worry. Yeah, there's more of you jammed in a room than there was for us. No, Rob, are you, Rob, are you getting your own room? Yes. What, well, there's going to be two beds. welcome so other people one is, to your room. One other person's going to be and everyone can shit. Or sorry, we're not going to get into that. Sorry. Yeah, let's not you can get use my that. bathroom if you want. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler's we, a no. strict guy. Yeah, we didn't. We are, We had a rule against that. Lobby. You should, I know. He's supposed to finish the thought because we're talking about a bunch of guys in a hotel. <laughs> you talk about one motherfucker says, that's talking Rob in his sleep. Out. No, no. Rob starts out, everybody can shit, and then he breaks up and says, no, we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah, just oh, What must everyone think? <laughs> we're doing, what, is, what is this scout? Lot? Pull the shoot on that one, sorry. After we just talked about the psychotic fuck that was yelling in his sleep. <laughs> but yes, there's an extra bed in my room. Someone is welcome to have it. Well, well, well we appreciate yeah, that. No, so meanwhile, Patrick, I'm going to fucking kill you in his sleep. But no, no, that didn't happen. He didn't. Sleep. I need a manager. <laughs> that's all. That's as aggressive as Patrick gets. By golly, we're going to hash this out. That's as, ma- that's as bad as it got. I thought he was going to pick up and stab me for a minute, but he didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Rob, what, what, how do you feel about this, Rob? So, so we're all about economics on the road for any of the Apex. Uh, what if so? Bradley and I, I think it's pretty de- decided. Although I don't think we've said it publicly on the air, I think it's pretty decided that for the for the sake of economics, Bradley and I are going to sleep in the same bed. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, for the sake of fine. economics, it's just like it's okay you know, as long as we put pillows between our bodies, and, and then you you face the opposite way. I'm not gonna lie. We're not gonna have our. I'm not gonna lie. I just assumed that. Prior, your genitals are still in the same place. (laughs) They still line up. They're still lined up. But I'm I'm gonna be honest. You you guys sleep in the. did say that on the air. I think we did talk about this. Yeah, I think I did. But I'm gonna be honest, guys. I thought that's how all twins slept. Well, it's (laughs) as picture twins just being in a bed together. No, no, Rob. You're like Bert and Ernie. Bunk bed. <laughs> Do not call us Bert and Ernie, you bastard. You're shooting again, Bert. Bunk beds, Rob. You're shooting again, Bert. Bunk beds. Bradley was on top. I was on the bottom. I was. Whoa, 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 whoa! And I, I, I tune in at the wrong time. There. Funny aside story. I did fall off of that bunk bed head first and uh, almost seriously injured myself. Yeah. But anyway, unfortunately, he did not. So <laughs> that we know of yet. <laughs> almost isn't really funny. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So the point of all that is Rob is coming to Petit Le Mans. <laughs> it's a long way around. Long winded uh, way of saying it. Yeah. We take a detour. We do take a detour. That was the experience at Indy and Rob is going to have uh, Rob. I hope your body is ready for Petit Le Mans based on oh, you guys. Future. You don't know what you're coming into boys. I, I think you guys should be more worried about getting ready yeah. for Rob. What yeah. what are we, what's going to happen to yeah, us? What, what are you doing, Rob? Oh, vacation. Rob is just a whole other animal alcohol no I, I keep it in check don't worry i'm not going to be like a fucking yeah yeah i mean yeah. i don't want to have to bail you out oh but no i put, <laughs> I, I put them when i'm on vacation i put them away that's that sounds good Fel- felonies or alcohol alcohol <laughs> okay <laughs> and dogs so could you put those dogs away so, too, so we move Rob, two seconds we move, we move from from where my dog is to a studio area where we can't hear my dog and now we hear rob's dog <laughs> 
Pretty soon, my dog's going to make an appearance, too. That's right. Yeah, no, we've just moved Bradley into a proper studio. Uh, his German Shepherd's upset, but managing. And then Rob's uh, Alaskan Swiss, his, his Swiss, do- his his Swiss dog dogs. with the barrel of whiskey around his, his dog neck. with the barrel of uh, warm whiskey, yeah. With the cross that, on That's it. more of an inside reference, I suppose. Yeah. Rob has one of those big dogs that, that has the Swiss barrel of whiskey or whatever. Whatever that is. I don't know. It's a cartoon. So, moving on from from weird hotel uh, homoerotic annex, uh, <laughs> uh, let's talk a little racing. Maybe maybe just a touch racing tonight. Uh, so some interesting stuff sticking in the real world. But I think Bradley had some points where this can relate to the sim world. Yo, definitely. It's, it's kind of a definitely. wild. It's kind of wild though. Your theory. Well, I don't. I know no research other than the picture you showed me. So I don't know if you know anything more. Uh, it's just something. It's an interesting road to go down. Yeah, I don't have a deep dive into yeah, it. I mean, it's just something uh, we can kind of go down. I think. Yeah. So we, it didn't occur to me until I saw this that hey, that's that actually could work. Yeah. Let Let me tee it up. Uh, so. Of course, we've, we follow Dalton Kellett, and, and he's been on the show, uh, big into the science, technology, uh, and, and engineering and math education, STEM. Uh, so he shared, and, and one of our team members actually had some family there at Indianapolis as well today. Uh, so we first heard it there. Then I, I spotted this on Dalton's Twitter, social media, and uh, that kind of spurred some interest on all of our parts. Uh, but apparently there was a big autonomous and i'm not going to get it officially right although it does have an official social media thing um op- autonomous open wheel race or competition today at indianapolis not a ton of vehicles uh, but i believe they were students from universities I, I, from what i saw purdue university was there uh and pr- i'm sure some others but not a, obviously a massive field but basically indie car looking types of open wheel cars that instead of a driver in the cockpit had like lidar uh, sensors. It was it was a self driving vehicle or a vehicle that that nobody was in, uh, but it looked like an open wheel race car. It was not anything too cheesy at all, um, and it was I think kind of a beginning to that, and and that really just kind of caught our interest. And Bradley and I immediately started talking about uh, the implications of that. Uh, our minds start racing about it, and I think it's worth bringing up here because if you not if you didn't catch this. Maybe you missed it. Uh, it's an interesting thing because, I mean, electric Formula E. I mean, who would have thought Formula E? It seems to, it seems to be growing. I don't watch it. I've watched like snippets of it. Any of you guys watch Formula E religiously? Formula E. Formula E. So you don't. So based on your tone, you don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. No, just shocked that anyone watches. So that's why I'm pretty sure it's fall, pretty much fell apart. <laughs> uh, to this me, year. it's cheesy. To me, uh, it's a little cheesy, but and it's weird sounding. Like BMW uh, I, and a few other major teams all pulled out this year. Oh, so see, I yeah, don't know so, the news. Yeah, it's dying. I just know that Andretti's in it, and they, th- there were rumors that Kyle Kirkwood would go to it, but I don't. I hope he doesn't. Um, but that's in a whole other story. Uh, but what about? I mean, what about this self drive? So, would you rob? Uh, let's just dig right into it. Would you rob? Watch a full field of of autonomous race cars. Open wheel cars. Yeah. Would you want them to be AI robots, or would you want Bradley? I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna tee you up, Bradley. Yeah. Uh, tell, so w- tell me what you were telling me earlier. Today. So as soon as he showed me that, uh, my thought was not autonomous cars like Tesla. A bunch of Teslas roaming around with robots driving them. I mean, that's just an AI sim race. Right. Yeah. I mean, my thought was 
you know, what wouldn't it be interesting if in the future to save the life and uh, to save the life, but be safer for drivers, especially at tracks like Indianapolis, uh, have like a huge, very expensive and highest tech sim rigs all in a room, kind of like they do the big uh, GT World America stuff with SRO and put them in control of the cars with all the latest sim racing equipment and VR or anything like that and have the drivers control the cars that are actually in real life on the track, almost like drone racing, but with race cars like Indy cars, yeah. imagine. And uh, I mean, wh- what would that be like? I For the fans in the stands, that would be exactly like the same thing now. You just wouldn't see the driver in the car, but yet the driver is still controlling the car. And for the driver, it may not be as, you know, the sensations aren't there. So whatever enjoyment they, that has gotten from the adrenaline of that, you know, it's, it could be replaced, but the safety aspect that's there and, uh, you know, the zero risk to life and limb, uh, that could be in the future something that's invaluable. And, or at least there's a subset of drivers that would be more interested in doing that. Um, and if at some point the technology for sim racing gets so high uh, that it could simulate a lot of the feeling of being in a car, I mean, I could see that being some of the future of motorsport, at least in a series of its own, if anything else. So that was my thought is how, what if we see like dr- quote unquote drone racing? Do you think that could happen? And is this the beginning? Cause I don't know that I would want to watch cars on with a mind of their own, just driving ra- around the track. It's an AI race. Yeah. But I would love to watch your best world's best oh, sim wow. racers driving yeah. a car that I could go sit in stands and watch go around the track and knowing they're controlling it with the same equipment that I could buy at home. That'd be something. You can't say that's not something interesting. Why does if it make, not a long shot, but still. Anybody here ever read Andrew's Game? Or I guess there's a yeah, movie yeah. too. Well, yeah, I've seen the movie. I've seen the movie. It makes me feel like that. Yeah, like you get into a thing, and then you control another thing. Yeah, <laughs> You're, yeah the simulation controls. <laughs> that, that's dumbing life. it down for a little it's bit. Like, it's like a drone. Yeah, it's like like drone warfare. So what do you th- what do you think, guys? What do you think? Let's take it to the panel. I, I, I like the idea of it. I don't know what... It, for some reason in the back of my head is being like, I don't like this, <laughs> but you don't like what Bradley's saying, or you don't like any of it. The, what Bradley, what Bradley was saying. There's just so, like, I don't know. Like I usually don't like what Bradley's saying, but I go I, screw, but, but I go think, screw. But I think this is an actually interesting idea. It is an interesting idea. I just don't know what elements lacking. There's just not baiting me in. I mean, I'm not Maybe saying it's it would the, be the best thing you ever watched in life. Yeah, I'm no. just saying it would be, wouldn't it be something? That's all I'm saying. Be like, look at it this thing. Be. Look at this thing. It would be literally would be something. <laughs> so instead of watching uh, podium esports and watching the simulator, yeah, you could watch them in real life. You'd have a video of the simulator drive of the people driving the sim, but then on the TV feed, real cars with nobody in the cockpit. You know, this kind of exists already. Do tell. Uh, well, think about there's drone racing, and in drone racing, most yeah. of them are using first person view goggles. So they're like, I, it's I've like they're in the cockpit. I've never TV. seen that. I've never so I've you seen can... drone racing on TV, oh. but not motorsport. Yeah, but that's, but again, no. you could do that with RC cars. Yeah, RC cars. It'd be I'm like pretty RC sure people cars. do do it. It'd just be like, you'd be oh, just no, like in the cockpit. Cool to see anyway. But imagine you have people at their home. I mean, that's, you'd have to have a real strong. What happens if the connection drops? The car just flies into the wall. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> what, what the? Oh, there's some kinks to be worked yeah. out. There's some kinks. <laughs> My packets fell I'm through. I'm saying it would be the car. So <laughs> we have a car on fire in turn one. The packets fell through. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I'm, I'm saying it would be safer for the driver, not everybody else. It could be. It could literally be the most dangerous thing to spend. <laughs> you're you're down at the fence watching a race, and a car just flies into the stands because somebody's back gets fell. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> You just have to have no spectators. <laughs> That's the point. Patrick, you're being awful quiet. I think autonomous cars are just really pointless, in my opinion. I think you're really pointless. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you, too. <laughs> I just, I don't see it. it, 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 it if I want to see that, I, you know. I watch something on podium esports. Yeah. That's that is true. I mean, well, Bradley, Rob, I guess, Rob has almost turned me off to it already. Bradley, I guess you could just go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I would love it. I'm just saying that was my first thought. That would be interesting, just to see it one time. I again. have just to, one time. I have, have to. to I have to agree. Tweeted I mean, at Elon. Science experiment. Wouldn't it be interesting <laughs> to see what happens? It would be. I mean, it'd be cool. Catastrophe. But, yeah, I mean, it probably would not go well. Not a first. Well, well you commented, Bradley, that people would be more ballsy and they'd just tear the. Equipment yeah, you would. Up. You they'd would. You would take up. more risks, and it would just tear equipment up. And then it would take the enjoyment out of sim racing if you had to pay <laughs> for the repairs anyway. So that is true. I mean, maybe yeah. that would be what keeps it safe, keeps it calmer. So but I, guess I my, my grand really question. So my grand question is, what was the point of that? Like, what's the end game for them? Oh, to do I mean, that? was it just a, was it just a science it was, experiment? It, yes, it was universities. Yeah. They so, were university yeah. teams. Just a it, proof was, it was certainly a STEM. Yeah, so a proof, like a proof of concept kind of sure. thing. Lots and of good I, I data going to the military. Cars. What was that, Rob? Lots of good data going to the military. The, exactly. See, that's, Rob, you just, I think you're getting to the point of how I feel about this in a way, which is in the back of my mind, all of this AI robotic stuff scares the shit out of me. Yeah, what was the picture? Who put it up on our Discord? The uh, What was it from, from RoboCop? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but the AI stuff just makes me nervous. That's all I can say about that. Is uh, I have mixed feelings about the whole thing because I pay attention to Elon Musk and he has makes me nervous about it all. Well, so no, no uh, autonomous driving for Rob. No, well, not racing wise. I'm all for the cars in the road, but not not for yeah. racing. Just for your Tesla. Don't want electric cars, and I don't want AI. I, I, you don't want electric race cars. No. So, so if we go all electric in in the world for automobiles one day, there's still room for the 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 actual motor in motorsports. If they, I agree. If they grow the sport from where it's at now, yeah. But that's because that's the I problem. really it's, it would be. Patrick, I mean, you were you were really making some sexual sounds every time the Lamborghini or the Audi drove by this weekend. Dude, that fucking those two cars sounded so goddamn good. They do when they shift up, shift down. Yeah, yeah. So that's me in the Porsche. I love the Porsche sound. So, so imagine Formula E, a high speed golf cart, electric golf cart. Wee, <laughs> wee. Listen to like a that? sewing yes. machine. Bradley, Scree. that's yes, Bradley. That's what it kind of sounds like. Yeah, it it sounds like a, a it's golf. Just a cart. low pitch wine. Yeah, it's a golf cart going really fast. Yeah, yeah. Unless there's like some way to have some sort of gearing system, I don't just see how it would work. It just would feel 
lifeless. Yeah. So you're as you're standing on the hill at Watkins Glen at the bus stop, you hear you hear sudden <laughs> air go by, and that's it. Uh, that's strong breeze. There must be a car passing. Yeah. Can you imagine? Would you tingle, Patrick, if you're, you're at 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 Indianapolis at the end of the long straight, and all you hear is? I'd be like, oh, uh, there's a storm coming in. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. half the fun, isn't yeah. it, of hearing yeah, take, the cars? Yeah, the like, sound of there's nothing like being like in the infield of a track, like VIR or, or anywhere, and just hearing the sound of the different cars around. Yeah, you. it goes by you, and then it it you hear it in the distance. It yeah, echoes away. Oh yes, <sighs> I mean it's, it's just a wonderful ambient sound to Everybody be around. Everybody gets or if you're a motorsport fan, you get it. Oval, oh, yes. whether it's oval or road, you you get it. It's the yeah. sensory experience at the track, the smells. The tastes, that's a little weird. The sounds, the, the smells and the sounds and the sights. Yeah, Absolutely. just imagine if they tried doing that in NASCAR. How well will that go over? Electric NASCAR? Oh, no. That'd be the end. That, that, that would be that going the Nail in the coffin right there. <laughs> see, aside from the sound, I could see it working with NASCAR more than anything else. Really? Well, with NASCAR, in a lot of cases, like you're just getting up to top gear and you're just hammering it down. Like you don't do a lot of shifting or anything. So it's like you, could, I could for super speedway racing for sure. But ha- have you seen NASCARs or been to a NASCAR race? Not NASCAR, no. I think you should probably come to one with us at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Oh, for sure. Because they're they're ridiculously loud. Oh, they hurt your ears and shake your yeah. guts. Yeah, like, I, I don't, don't think need ear protection for IndyCar. For NASCAR, I don't. Yes. I don't really need Indy ear protection for IMSA. But for NASCAR, if you go to Martinsville, you better wear some air protection. There, those things will shake your guts. So now, so if you take that away from NASCAR, you're going to lose a lot of people. I feel. Yeah, yeah. You're losing the the whole car's identity at that mm-hmm. point. That's that's right. None of the none of the cars other than NASCAR as a spectator rumble your stomach like a NASCAR does when when the uh, exhaust when they start when the engines start. You well, when the exhaust it. is facing you in the stands, yeah, I didn't get that experience at Indianapolis Road because we were in the end. I did at the Roval. I mean, it's well because you were on the outside. Yeah, so it yeah. depends on where the exhaust is facing. Uh, that's one part of it. Um, but generally, at an oval, I mean, you're the exhaust is facing the spectators, so you're going to feel it, you're going to smell it, you're going to you know have all the experiences, uh, and that that was a great part of it. I, I really would like to, as we're back in North Carolina full time for the show. Uh, go to Martinsville or, or Charlotte or Darlington and actually give it a shot because I've said it a million times on this show. Uh, NASCAR faded out of our minds, but we need to give it a shot at an oval, not I mean, the not the Roval. I know. I was going to say I enjoyed oval. that Roval race, but that's because of the rain, right? And I enjoyed the Indianapolis Road Race, but it was a road race. Yeah. I think we need to give it a shot at a Martinsville or a Charlotte. I really do. Yeah, and then then report back. I think that's a, a fair shake at NASCAR. So that may be coming. Or Richmond. Yes, Richmond is Richmond is, is actually close. the closest. It I, is, I yes. would say Richmond. So uh, I think we're at a good spot to uh, refill our glasses. Everybody cheers uh, here on End of the Apex. Uh, we'll take our break and we'll come back and uh, switch gears a little bit and see what's uh, on our minds. So it's a little aimless. We're off the road until Petit Lama having a good time here with the crew on End of the Apex. We'll be right back. This episode of Into the Apex is brought to you by Roscoe Wheels. Roscoe Wheels is confidence-inspiring aluminum. 
This means confidence in quality and confidence in self. Confidence in quality meaning they want their customers to know that their wheels are produced to the highest standard and tested to be as strong as anything on the market and are designed to keep you safe. Confidence in self meaning they want their styles and fitness to make customers feel the way you did when you walked into high school with a brand new pair of shiny shoes. Giving you the confidence in yourself when you show up, whether it be to work or any event, knowing you look awesome. Roscoe Wheels offer, offers free shipping within Canada and flat rate shipping in the USA. Find your new look today at RoscoeWheels.com. This episode of Into the Apex podcast is also brought to you in part by the racing fans at Great Hire Staffing. Whether you need help hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire can help. Hiring good people is hard work. Great Hire HR does it quickly and economically so you can focus on what's important, running your business. Check them out online at www.greathirehr.com. Finally, this episode is sponsored by Bad Weather Brewing Company out of St. Paul, Minnesota. With craft brews like the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout or the Red Vein Red IPA on tap or in the can, it's how endurance drivers like us celebrate post-race. Find your new favorite craft beer and order your mugs online at badweatherbrewery.com. And we're back on Into the Apex. Rob has uh, stepped away from our remote studio. Bradley and I are still in the actual physical studio in North Carolina. Patrick coming to us still from Chicago. And uh, didn't really get to it on our Indianapolis show last week. Uh, We got to meeting with our Operation Motorsport friends and uh, having a couple pictures of uh, Daredevil beer, as we traditionally do when we travel to Indianapolis. Uh, I think we teased it, Patrick, but we never got to it. We got so sidetracked. It was yeah, I was a little it was, disappointed. It was I, also I was, I was listening to that show, and I'm like, "What happened?" Well, it was also freezing cold outside, Bradley. That's you, what I figured. You, you didn't, didn't translate. That. You guys sounded warm to me, Patrick. You were cold, right? Um, I wasn't as cold as you guys were, but I started warming up. <laughs> That's for damn outside. Sure. Yeah, yeah you, drink, you just drink more beer. So we had, we had a lot of beer. We drank plenty of beer that evening. You shouldn't have been feeling anything. So an exciting thing for us, and, and it really got us uh, into the Indianapolis race. Uh, it's exciting for folks that are really interested in this show and that have been dedicated to listening, uh, and in fact, new listeners as well. Uh, but Into the Apex was was on track, riding along with the, the racers group, TRG Porsche, number 66, GT4 Cayman. GT4 Cayman. Uh, during the GT4 races and during the eight hours, uh, we were riding along in that TRG Porsche 66 with uh, Spencer Pompelli, Derek DeBoer, and Andy Lally. And uh, we took our own graphic there. We had actually, it, it went to support the Pinkboard Project uh, supporting breast cancer and uh, and those efforts to, to deal with that. And... Uh, we were on the car for that purpose and we were on the left quarter panel, left rear quarter panel. Got a good spot. 12 by 12 into the apex. Uh, so the podcast cover cover logo, uh, was on that car with those three drivers. And, uh, what, what a cool group of guys they were. Yeah. I'm, I'm jealous. I didn't get to, to get out there. (laughs) I wanted to be out there. Um, I met Spencer Papelli briefly at very briefly, 
uh, we shook hands at VIR, uh, but there wasn't a whole lot of thing. You know, they were busy. He was working for right. another team there um, at the Magnus Garage is where we ran into him. But uh, uh, yeah, it just seems I know you guys have talked to him before. He's a very cool guy, very very nice guy. Derek as well, Derek DeBurro. Yeah. Uh, he did a, a video for us through Cameo after our first Lamar race. Yeah, uh, we wanted to get something to to thank the guys that ran with us and kind of pep him up. Um, so we, we did a video or got a video from him. Um, and he gave us a good take about Lamont and about, uh, racing endurance racing. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm jealous you got to meet those guys cause, uh, I, that looked like, uh, a cool experience and to see that it's surreal to see that sticker on that real life race car after doing all the sim racing for these years, uh, to see this just at a year complete with the podcast to, to get it on there. Uh, and also to be able to support that charity. Uh, I mean, I don't think it gets better than that. Yeah. Other, it, other than you behind the wheel of the car. I don't right, think it gets yeah. better than that. Because uh, Patrick, I mean, we were there at the track all weekend, four of us from the group. And uh, yeah, it was exciting to see. We were pulling for the car all weekend, and it did finish all eight hours. And uh, was looking good for it. It was on the podium spot for a moment. But uh, all in all, pretty decent experience to see. Yeah, watching it. And I was worried. I was worried that our decal would fly off. Oh God! I was worried Indy the Apex would cause a full course caution at the eight hours of Indy. So that you hear. hear I had the same issues too with that. (laughs) Yeah, you were stressing it. No, the so Patrick got there Saturday evening. We got there Saturday or Friday at noon, and we watched the uh, Pirelli X or whatever it was uh, GT4 series. Yes, Sprint X. Uh, It's just the GT4s. And uh, you can ask Jerry and, and, and everybody. I was worried. I was neurotic about that. That decal. every time the car came down, yeah. there's a crimple in it. We got to take, right. got to flatten it out, boys. Get your credit cards out because we brought it. I brought. I, I delivered it with me from near Cleveland, Ohio. I I delivered it down to Indianapolis as I traveled there by car. You you bared it like it was the torch for the fucking Olympics. I, yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. That is exactly an accurate description. And I, I made sure not to, I made, I took care not to bend it. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, it was a, a video of them placing it actually. The TRG I took a video of us TRG crew guy. So a TRG crewman uh, was warming it up. It, it well, was, my, my heart, my heart started sinking. A lot of because, curves on that car. Yeah. Well, he started putting it on and in the video, it kind of got, you know how there's, you know how there's tape can kind of get folded and stuck on itself. And to me, it looked like that happened. I was like, <laughs> we don't have a backup one. That's it. Yeah, I just so had the one. If yeah. that one gets messed up, that's it. Adhesive of vinyl. Yeah. Adhesive of so, vinyl. You should have ordered two. Well, backup in that one. What do you think I am? Yeah. Can't but now that we know where we can get those and they're of decent quality, uh, that last eight hour races and then some. Well, get it for your car, folks. We got them. Well, listen, courtesy of FedEx. I'll, I'll tease Kinko's. this. You heard Jason Bivens talk about the 24 Hours of Lemons uh, yes. a couple weeks ago. Yes. Jason, as he teased on the show, he has actually purchased a Lemons car. Oh, he's already bought them? He bought a car yep. that has the roll cage and everything in what it. What did he buy? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember. It was an, an old Acura. I'll have to get him back on. I could be completely wrong yeah, about I'll, that. I'll have to Jason. get him back on. Uh, but he bought the car. The, car the, the money's in the bank. The car's in the driveway. Uh, Jason has a Lemons car ready, and uh, he has... Uh, put in with me i will be providing him with two of the decals when 
Whenever he's racing, so we the lemons, we got to be there. We got to. There will be a lemons car with these decals that were seen. We've got to at Indianapolis on the twenty four hours of lemons car. So we're these decals are already selling, selling, <laughs> selling like hotcakes, folks. <laughs> That's right. We're not getting any of the yeah, proceeds. Be, be dialing, be, be dialing. dialing. You get get the get one eight hundred yeah. into the apex. We get no money off of it, but it promotes us. The website link is on there into the apex dot com. I mean, I'll be, I'll I mean, be. Uh, as as our old grandmother would say, I'd be tickled to be, be at the twenty four hours of lumens. Be pleased as punch. <laughs> That's right. I want to be there. Yeah, Patrick, are you gonna? Would you fly out west to uh, crew oh. to crew? Yeah. Would you fly? and or drive? Yeah, Patrick. Lemons would car? you? Would you fly, Patrick, on a plane in the sky? You'd would have you to pay me to fly. We'd have and to pay you'd have you to pay fly? for the plane ticket. If we pay, oh. if if into the apex, no, we're gonna plane. put you on the executive jet. Patrick, the executive Patrick. jet. So you're going to put me on the Goodyear blimp. <laughs> Pat, funny story. We were saw it earlier. We yeah. were moving Tyler out of Ohio, and uh, as we're driving the truck and such down yesterday, literally as we're leaving Akron and yeah. an area of Ohio, the Goodyear blimp is giving him a send off, flying right over because they're based out of Goodyear and Akron. Yeah, that's right. I mean that's that makes more. All sense. the tire companies are up there. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, we'll we'll fly you on our Cessna, whatever. Yeah, you know, the most yeah. unreliable plans. <laughs> I, no, I got to ask for a bigger contract next year. <laughs> Patrick, if Into the Apex provided you with the flight for free, would you fly? No, because you gotta you gotta pay to fly me too. You want to? You mean you want to profit for the flight? Yeah. How so much, Patrick? How about this? Hundred percent. How much are we talking? How much profit do you need to fly? Oh, I, I we're talking four figures easily. Four figures, like well, for that much, we'll just put you on a SpaceX fucking rocket, like Bill Shatner. No, I don't have a death wish. And shoot you up into space. You want to shoot me up into space on a giant dick? No, yeah, I'm good. Can, literally, that's what it looks like, and it, it could be is like a fucking dick. <laughs> it could be like Bill Shatner going up into space. Yeah. Ninety-year-old Bill Shatner went up on a big old dick. <laughs> Well, what, what, sorry, was the USS, what sorry, did the folks. USS Enterprise look like to you? I, I, I didn't watch that stuff. Google huh? a picture of the old school USS Enterprise. USS. What does Enterprise. that look like to you? Not a not a phallus. <laughs> it's got two on the. It's got the two nacelles. <laughs> it's got the warp nacelles. <laughs> we're, we're going deep here. Yes, we're going deep. Patrick. So Patrick we got nothing. So Patrick to fly to Laguna Seca to, to be at the. At Wait, the is it going to be at Laguna Seca? I, I'm making it up. <laughs> Because uh, I'd go watch it. Willow Springs, most likely. I would love to go drive. A, uh, if it was a real-life circuit, I'd be all in. I just got to learn how to drive a stick shift. Well, what would the opposite be? A fake circuit? I mean, a circuit that's used by IMSA. Or okay. Or Sonoma. Sonoma's used by SRO. Right. And NASCAR. That's true. I cool. think they do. I think he did say that they do, they're do. they doing a lemons race at Sonoma. I'm, I imagine they will. Yeah. They, I, they honestly, for me, the pinnacle to do would... I would... I would be un it would be unreal to do that at road atlanta to go up the uphill a little bit scary it would be scary but it would be unreal to do um but i mean and patrick i don't let me let's go around the horn here i'm gonna speak for myself i've never i have no track day experience if you threw me into a lemons car even though it's i listened to jason's interview and even though we know i racing we know racecraft I don't know a lot about racing in real life or doing track car stuff or, you know, dealing with cars on the limit in real life. 
would you just show up? I'm not saying Jason would let us do this even, but would you show up and literally just put the helmet on and get in and drive in a race, even in lemons? Somebody, I don't you, know if somebody lets you do yeah, it. You would. I, I would be a little nervous though. I, you know, I would be white knuckling it like I was just landing that plane. <laughs> I mean, Tyler, what do you say? Let's go around the horn here. I mean, do you, would you not oh, be would scared? I be, would I be nervous? Yeah. Well, well, Here's, like I'm gonna mess up somebody else. Let me let me give you my response to that by means of what Patrick and I did on Sunday because we stayed Sunday night after the Indy eight hours. Patrick, you and I, uh, we went to the Speedway indoor karting circuit uh, right there in Speedway, Indiana, and we did some indoor karting. We did a little actual racing, uh, and those carts felt like they were going pretty fast. Obviously, it's indoors, uh, and I hadn't driven proper carts like that. In, in in my adult life, Bradley and I drove the kid carts like little turtles right, yeah. at the Outer Banks when we were kids. They didn't give, even give us the adult carts. We drove these little oh, turtles. Oh, that made me so sad. Oh, we were so slow. Yeah, we thought, oh, we deserved the faster well, carts. Yeah, we did. Uh, and we were NASCAR fans. But So Patrick and I drove proper carts, and they make you wear a helmet. Uh, so I had put on a helmet, uh, a racing helmet, to go over the wall at the champ car race that I described at mid Ohio, that was different. Uh, and then you put the helmet on to drive in uh, the go-karts at the indoor karting track. And I tell you what, you think you got it all figured out from the sim, you put a helmet on and you put the visor down and that fucks your whole world up because you have a whole different feel. You feel like a, a, you're in space. You feel like you're on a spacewalk. It's, it's completely different to have the helmet on and then feel done. Well, let me because you feel like there's something between you and the world. Let me tell both of you how fuckers. Deep is, how deep is that? I wish I wish Rob was still here. Because let me tell both of you fuckers, if you're used to VR, that'd be like nothing. <laughs> oh because God, here we go. VR, no, the field of you and VR is very much like having a helmet it, on. No, it's not. No, it it's is. not because when I had the, the helmet you know, on, I can literally on. turn over and look to my right or to my left. Right. In the VR, I bet you can. Yeah, you can, but it's, there's a it's weight tedious. to there's a there's it's a still tedious. there's a bulbousness to your head. Bulbous. There's a bulbousness to your head yeah. when you have a helmet on. I mean, we'll, we need to we have to within the next month or so go to the GoPro Motorplex in sure. Mooresville. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, and give that a try. I mean, that's going to be amazing. But my but yes, I think we're going to get course. hooked. We're going to spend a lot of money at that place. I'm sure over the next. But few my years. point is. You feel like, okay, I have all these lessons right. from my race. That's just guard. That's just yeah. cards. And we've talked, if you listen to this show, if you haven't, go back to the David Perel episode, listen to his discussion about applying car, uh, iRacing or sim racing, rather, to real racing. Listen to the racecraft. Did it help, Patrick and Tyler? Did it help? Mm, yes. Kind of. Patrick seems a little different. What do you think, Patrick? <sighs> it still felt very like. It didn't feel like a real karting experience, in my opinion. Well, it was Small. indoors. Indoors to me looks kind of it's it looks kind of phony. It it, it did kinda feel kinda, it felt phony because you you yeah. going up this big hill basically the hills a little phony. yeah but it, look, it looks almost uh, arcadey. Well, listen, what what did I apply for my racing in this in the car yeah. in the indoor karting line selection? Two things that I, I applied for my racing. No, no doubt. I applied for my racing line selection from corner to corner, and wheel work to save it from spinning. 
Things, so they were that powerful. Are, so they had that much power. Oh, yeah. You could spin out. You could get loose. Well, I spun out once or twice. Yeah. yeah. You could absolutely start to spin. Were they? Would you go fast enough to be concerned for your safety? No. Not really. I will say, though, with that spinning out portion, it was should, because of how the track was set up. That, yeah, there's some short corners. Yeah. Yeah, it was not very, like authentic or realistic really you're coming down from like a second floor down and then you're literally doing uh your a complete turn a complete yeah and that's where you lost a lot of grip i almost spun out there too Pat, that, because that's where i spun grip. out it was it was going down and then a sharp turn like there's no so, i mean it, a lot of grip. and i've seen pictures of indoor karting ranges this is nothing like a real racetrack obviously not so, like the gopro motorplex yeah, anymore yeah. that has actual pavement and it's actual uh it's not as it's got it's not uh, a sausage curb yeah, yeah, yeah not as sweeping of a yeah, course yeah. as that like no. you're not gonna like there are some tight turns but the carts will hold the corners yeah i'm sure they will if you, you you'll feel you those indoor you'll ones, feel the force looks, the, the, the ground looks kind of shiny and slick it is yeah you, so it's like the wheels the wheel squeal is really shrill oh yeah, yeah i can imagine yeah so i mean that's this is nothing groundbreaking and uh Hard, hard to turn and hard to throttle and brake. What's what kind of pressure? And no, you can you can turn on a dime, but you'll if you if you throttle too hard, yeah. and turn too hard, you'll get. What you'll about break, the brakes? Lock them you'll up. Break no? loose. You can. You oh can yeah, you can lock them up. Throw in the pedal. Oh yeah, interesting. And the steering so, I mean, surprisingly was a lot stiffer. It was sharp. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm a little. I I cannot wait to get out to this GoPro motorplex, right. but they advertise speeds up to sixty miles an hour. And just do it. I mean, I do that in a street car. Just do it. Imagine racing side by side at that speed in a little car. Just with, do it. Oh, I'm going to do it. We're going to do don't it. Be, you and me are afraid. going to do it. Don't be afraid. And I would recommend paying to get the extra the extra money for the video of it. Sure. Um, That's a little vain, but okay. I want the video of it. I'm just to look what I, I'm doing. I'm just telling. I'm telling you, what I'm doing, Patrick. Everybody. I don't know about you, but 100. percent We go to the indoor karting circuit. I felt my line selection and my wheel work to save from spins. I racing completely applied. That's encouraging to me. So how does that translate to an old car in lemons? I don't. I mean, surely a little bit. But uh, th- how I does mean, that Jason, teach you how to drive Jason testi- Jason testified on here. Oh, he did. He absolutely that did. It, that stuff did apply. But, but like I would guess. I mean, we're comparing us against Jason. I would guess Jason knows how to drive a manual car. You and me at least well, just don't have figure any experience that, doing that. Figure it out. But you, would you show up to the track and figure it out on lap one that you're well, doing? A well, spin? you're going to have to figure it out before you compete. But where and yes. when and with what? I mean, before you compete, or sure. you, or, or you're or Bradley, yeah, you're signing up for a race that you are incompetent. Exactly. To compete in. Exactly. You're going to get out there and you're an imposter. So I'm going to be. You don't, you don't belong out there. So I don't, and I'm going to tell myself that as I doing? wreck the whole field. Uh, so I'm going to be the guy that holds the. Well, fire you won't camp. get off pit road. Probably not. Um, and that's the other thing is, I mean, it, obviously that's the, I, I guess that's the play, time and place to to learn things. But at the <laughs> probably, same time, probably not. No, you're with a bunch say, of say say guys that, you that get know in, what they're doing. Let's say Bradley, you get invited to the Lemons race at, at Laguna Seca sure. in California, and I get you stuck live on the, the roller coaster. You live on the, the East Coast, day. so you buy buy plane tickets <laughs> to to California. To drive as a driver in a, in a yeah. endurance race in a car that you know nothing and, and you and you you land the plane you have lodgings set up you've right. purchased plane tickets round trip 
camp. You have all these logistics paid for and planned. Sure. You show up at the track like Tom Brady walking into the football stadium. Got the earbuds in. You got your earbuds in. You got your headphones on. Doing some warm ups. You're there. You've got, you've got, Put the fire suit on. Let's say you've got a fire suit, a Hans device all paid for. You've got a radio ready to go. Oh, you paint that picture. You 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 bought so you're driving an Acura, you bought a, you bought all Acura gear. You got the jacket. Oh, yeah. It's 1982 Acura. You yes. got a you got a Did they even make Acuras? You got an Acura beanie. I know, I know nothing about nothing. You're strolling. You you're you're not walking into the circuit, you're swaggering into the circuit. And then you get there after all of this time, money, and effort, and you say to Jason, Jason don't know how to drive a stick shift and jason's gonna be like are you gonna do really gonna do that are you gonna do that no no that's not not, that's not what you do so what do you do how do you fix that what do you rent a you learn how to do it before you fucking go on the trip (laughs) (laughs) but guys i could do it in the sim auto clutch yeah you just click auto auto clutch no 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 i don't auto clutch i don't auto clutch uh in nascar i shift with the clutch i don't do that I don't know, I'm not have, ready. I'm not ready. I have a nice Jason, clutch. Teach me how to drive. No, I don't know how to do the heel to toe stuff. That I can I've wipe. Watched, I can wipe the windshield. I've on. watched uh, the same racing garage. I think it's Barry Rowland. Uh, he's done some demonstrations when he tests uh, pedals and rigs to see how whether they have any movement in them. He'll do that heel to toe stuff that just makes my head hurt. I can't do the heel. Yeah, I can't do it. Patrick, do you do heel to toe? I have no clue how the hell. To do we that. have to have a pedals with a clutch, and we don't know. Patrick, do you have a clutch? I do have a clutch, and I don't oh, use okay. it. Okay, you okay. use it or you don't. I do not because I don't either. I, I will, use mine in NASCAR. I don't even use it for NASCAR because I am a lazy shit. Yeah, I like it. I, hear I, you. I actually enjoy it. I feel I'm like I get. A I'm faster, with you there. I feel like I get a faster shift, and it makes restarts feel more authentic. I don't know about that, but. I don't drive well, Bradley, any road do you, cars. Do you want to run races or do you want to be authentic? I want to be authentic. But well, I don't well, that's drive, why you lose races. Yeah, but I don't drive any road cars that require the clutch. It's all sequential stuff. The only car I've tried recently that required I, I tested the radical on the Patriot course at VIR and then on VIR itself. Um, because the formula experience allows you to drive the radical uh, or something similar to it. Um, and that requires a throttle blip which is odd. When you downshift, you have to tap the throttle and blip it, which is so counterintuitive to me when I'm under braking trying to downshift. Um, but it's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of... I think the Mazda requires a clutch to shift if you don't have it in automatic mode on iRacing, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And, I mean, it's, it is a, it's, it slows me down to have to do that extra stuff. I can't... It, it takes practice for sure. Uh, but I don't have the time to put in for that type of car. It's not my primary interest in racing, to drive cars and iRacing. So I don't have practice in using that. Um, and the sensation, obviously, is going to be entirely different in real life. Um, I think with maybe the core knowledge we have doing the sim, we could probably figure it out faster than the average person, I would hope. Maybe. I mean, we have we have an you, idea. You would like to think that I would all, like to all think around. That. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, would yeah. like to yeah, think yeah, that. Of course. Yeah. I like I like paddles, though. I do. Yeah. I don't want this. I, I prefer a sequential style. I want to keep yeah. my hands, both of them, on the yeah. wheel, or I'll probably die. <laughs> I mean, in a real situation, in a car going 100 miles an hour, I don't trust my newly learned ability to use a clutch. So I feel like you're not inspiring a lot of confidence in Jason to have us fly probably, out to drive. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. I don't know that I would volunteer to do it if offered at this point in my life. So what do you need? Uh, Patrick, would you know. would you fly to... <laughs> 
<laughs> you just said fly. That's enough. No. <laughs> I don't know what Tyler just said, but my Alexa is losing its mind. <laughs> I don't think anybody can hear that on the show. I was wondering who that is talking. Alexa, stop. Okay. Yeah, I don't stopped. think this mic. I don't I think, think this... the mic picked it up. Yeah. But, but Bradley's Alexa. He said something, and she just started going off about something. I said fly. Yeah. And, and Alexa was like, "Let's go." Yeah. Well, so it's like, oh, here's plane tickets to well, Honolulu. Is, like, Who is that talking? Yeah. The problem is Alexa is tuned into my cap, voice, but because because we're twins, it knows your voice as well. Yeah. Apparently. I was like, yeah. Shut yeah. it. Put it. <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up, Alexa. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Patrick, would you fly before we were rudely interrupted by uh, AI? <laughs> the autonomous <laughs> the autonomy. Yeah, there you go. Patrick, would you? Would you? Do you feel ready to drive in a in a lemons race if you got nope. the Nope. Nope. Did you say no so quickly? I didn't hear it. Uh, possibly, but I'll say it again. Nope. So, so what are we going to do about this ITA entry, <laughs> Jason? And figure that shit out because I'm the out. West, the West Coast crew. Uh. What about cart racing, Patrick? Would you like to go on an outdoor longer cart circuit? Oh fuck yeah! You take me to the GoPro place. Fuck yeah! I did beat yeah. you. I did beat you in karting. Yeah, yeah. I fucking sucked. I'll admit it. I don't care. <laughs> what do you need to work on? I need to work on one. Uh, uh, I just wasn't mentally there, and I had one through five. Okay. Yeah. I also had a couple drinks. Yeah. We did. We did have a couple cocktails. Say, it was a little late in the day, so I imagine you guys are tired. We had, from walking we, around. we had a cocktail or two at Big Woods. Yeah, but, and we uh, walked around. Oh my god, Indy. I saw that cocktail on Instagram. That looked amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, looked incredible. Head to the Apex Instagram, check it out. My God, yeah. Look, did you um, eat the marshmallow? Well, of course oh, I ate the marshmallow. Jesus Christ, um, looked amazing. So, were you struggling with the helmet, Patrick? Did you have a panic attack? No. I, but I was sweating like a fat kid in a, at a buffet in the middle hot. of August. But it was cold outside. It was though. cold outside, but helmet's hot. It was hot. Helmet, and you're, you wheeling that cart around? Did you have a, a fire? Arms did you have a fire stop no, on your head? No, Bradley. Ooh. Uh, well, we had a, a thing for like our neck that we had to strap yeah, around, not like a Hans device. device. Well, it, it prevented. It was a, a thing that went around your neck that kind of prevented uh, your neck from like if you. From getting whiplash, basically. Yeah, you can't really turn your neck with it. So. Yeah, you could turn, but if if you got hit in the butt from the behind, and you went forward, it would kind of catch your neck a little bit. Well, that's nice. Yeah, that's it nice. Was sweet. Um, but I didn't know if you were feeling claustrophobic, Patrick. No, no, I was just sweating like a sweating that's like good. a whore. <laughs> <laughs> it. I mean, my arms were tired. I was going to say, it sounded like, is it a workout? It, it is. That steering wheel is tougher than my a, fan attack wheel. And that's at relatively yeah. low speeds. Relatively, yeah. I mean, yeah. what was your speed? What'd you I, I don't know. What would you estimate? I don't know. What's the longest straightaway? Not, I don't know. I didn't it's, break out a mess. They were short. Break out a yard what, stick. what do you want from me? You didn't break out a yardstick. Yeah, I don't know. Jesus. It, it was reasonable. The I, I'm telling you, I would do it just because it looks a lot of fun. It's but fun. For the authentic experience... The indoor one dump. The you would become a Formula One driver. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm I'm on well on my way to the road to Indy. <laughs> well on my way. I'm going to go to that GoPro track, put the helmet on, and Mario Andretti or somebody's going to be out there to scout me. The, I mean, that's. I think we're getting to a broader point of that you brought up with David Perel, because he's yeah. the best everybody, one to talk to. Everybody 
what's the perspective to have as a sim racer versus getting onto a yeah. real track? Everybody thinks I can do it. There's got to be a space between David Perel and Glickenhaus. Ugh. You know, gotta a, there's got to be. There just simply has to be. Well, I mean, everybody. Wants I think to, David. I mean, I think David's got it right. Yeah, he does. Every everybody wants to be. You know, you want to Jimmy you wanna, Broadbent. Yeah, you want to validate this thing that you love. Yeah, and you want to validate that this thing that we do that, you know, you, you feel like yes, I'm doing or feeling the similar things that the drivers feel, which kind David kind of validated in the sense of the emotional side, uh, and what you feel, uh, and how he uses that to sort of you know to learn the feeling of it, like the emotion of being in the yeah. race. Uh, you get that. And you, you want to, and karting would probably be the most accessible for the average sim racer uh, to do on a regular basis. You get those sensations. There's yes. no doubt about it. Even in your experience at the yeah. indoor track? With I mean, line, I mean, a competition when a competition. I was selecting a line and I was, I was also racing close with somebody right. and I was showing good racecraft and patience, I wouldn't have had any of that off of sim. No, without a doubt. You would have just gone for broke. I'm, I think I would have had. I would have been really just lost. I would have been. Yeah. More, I would have been more worried. I would have had less confidence. I think you wouldn't. Let me put the, this: the let, physical sensations yeah. of taking the corners. I, it took me a second to figure out how that should should feel, but once I figured that out, into the drive of it, right. The rest, the rest of the fine details that I think make you a little bit better and more confident. So, so in other words, the sim. The sim gave me that. So yeah. So in other words, Patrick Tyler. Uh, the sim sort of trained your mind. Like yes. you, you knew what you should yes. feel in a racing right. scenario. As far as being around somebody. Yeah. So you knew as far as what line to yeah. take. So what you're saying is the sensation in real life, just like we learned a VIR in the fast lap. And in a way, yeah. the sensations in real Those life, are physical you had sensations. to learn that you had to ex- the physical that sensations. Out. Yes. The feeling of a wheel in your hands. Right. Is that the same? Be new. The, that that's be not new. new. That's not new. Well, your shitty G twenty nine. That should be new. It's 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 not new. <laughs> that's not new. Let's, let's say yeah. that. And I know what you mean. And the, it shouldn't the, be. because that's the sensation on the sim that that we all know the the wheel in your hands. You know that, and that felt very familiar. I saved many spins. I don't know, Patrick, if you did. Mm. Patrick's perfect. He didn't have any spins whatsoever. That's I had no false spin. statement. I had a half spin. False statement. <laughs> but I saved. I saved obvious spins from knowing how to work the wheel on the sim. That's that's cool. That's that's really cool. I did. I have I'm driving. A, I'm ball. driving an entertainment car. I get it. But that's that's a cool thing to realize in in a real physical right. drive. I'm driving something on a on a track. It's not it's not freaking Emola. Right, but I'm driving something on something. It's indoor mode. It's it's not a sim. Yeah, but the sim is applying to it. So, so Patrick, the first it's the first time since I've been on it that it's applied. So Patrick, would you say the sim helped you? You said yes, right? It, it, it helped in in some capacities. Yes, that's good to hear. <laughs> that's Bradley has you so much to say about the matter. Bradley has a lot to say here. But in yeah. other capacities, oh, okay. it did not help at all. I wish all. Bruce were here. Yeah. No, I wish Bruce were here because Bruce would be like, uh, he loves my one-word responses. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> I got nothing else, Tyler. Bradley, That's comment. Right. Yeah. yeah. Bradley, uh, I'm going to set you up for a long I got, answer. I got an 815 machine. <laughs> yeah. I got a beam of light patch yeah. going to K-Pax. 
Bradley, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, sounds um, good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was pinging it over to Patrick, and then I didn't realize I didn't. I didn't give him anything. You gave uh, him. Nothing. I gave him absolutely. I gave him a yes and no question. I, I yes. tried to yes, work to you, with bro. what I had, man. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> Why do you think I am more of the quiet one on the show? <laughs> get it out, Bradley. Get it out. What's on your mind? It better pay off. <laughs> no, it's not gonna pay off. We'll punch it out, boys. Punch it out. <laughs> what, what, what do you get? What was it? What was it? I was just gonna say I'm pinging uh, yes to no questions. Patrick, you daylight or dark to dark time guy? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Sun up or sun down, Patrick? Go. What are we doing? A psychological test here? Lights on or lights off? You Patrick? like black and white or color TV? Yeah, yeah Patrick. What do you What do you got for us? <laughs> oh my god! What the fuck? Oh, god. Ford or Chevy, Patrick? Chevy. Oh, yeah, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. Porsche or BMW, Patrick? Go, go. BMW. My man. Okay. Although I like both now. Yeah, I don't have a problem with Porsche. I just... Lamborghini, Ferrari, Patrick. Go. What class? You never of a Ferrari. What class? Of car? What class? Men or men or women? Patrick, go. Women. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm trying to make everybody. Be- beer or liquor, uh, Patrick? Go. Beer. There you go. Standing up or sitting down, Patrick? Go. Oh. Sitting down. I'm fat. Oh, there you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that's enough of that. <sighs> That's the best you got? Oh, you guys that's, are that's fucking we weak. That's, that's the end of the game. Any or outy, Patrick, go. Any. Uh, <laughs> that's, this is weird, Bradley. It what, is weird. It that? is weird. But you, I didn't say a voice. Yeah. yeah. We got, I mean, this is our first show with a studio like this. We're, <laughs> I, I feel like there's there's a different kind of energy about it. So yeah. It's nice. I like it. It uh, is nice. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, that's I mean, that's we, you, Bradley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Rob, we miss you. Miss you, love you. Rob had to had to shoot away uh, after the break. There, uh, he got injured, but he's not fatally injured. He'll be okay. Just in his <laughs> he cut his hand. Injured during a podcast. He cut his hand. Had to go tend to it. Um, not to violate HIPAA, but he, he had to go tend to it. Uh, so. Patrick, we're in the studio a little bit more, and then we're going to be at Petite, and you're going to be the one not at Petite, but I know you're safe. Nice to rub that in. I know. That, Point that, that out. That was, that was not was kind of rude. That's deep. That was deep. I mean, it's, hey, Patrick, Look, there's but, still time for you to make the trip. There's, yeah, but I think if you I think you'll won't regret it because it's going to be a long holiday break because there's nothing until Daytona in January. Which is not that far away. So we're all in the same boat. It's a couple months. Honest. I mean, you got a good experience in Indianapolis. I'm, I think you got a really good experience there. You got an endurance race in this fall, so I wouldn't be upset. I would, I certainly wouldn't be upset if I were you. It's not like I'm walking into my first endurance race at you know right. the Rolex Twenty Four. Right. I think you need to be pumped up because, sure, you're not going to see the GT Le Mans class ever in your lifetime. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Patrick, uh, but when you come to Daytona. You're going to see the GTD Pro. You're going to see the new BMW uh, GT3. Prototypes. Uh, yeah. So so just take heart in that. It's going to be fun. 
It's going to be a lot of fun. I feel like you're consoling him about something he's not actually upset about. Um, yeah, I was about to say. I mean, he's going to have FOMO, but. but FOMO of what? I mean, I had, I had major FOMO for Indianapolis you with you guys. I mean, I was looking at the pictures and videos yeah. and such and beating myself up. But VIR being the week before, that's, that's kind of a stretch for me i mean at the yeah. time you lived much closer it was it's a stretch for me right i get it but uh, i get it i'm not holding but look we're, we're excited about what 22 has to offer 2022 um the we, schedule's not fully set but it's, it's not it's a little it's bit not. set i mean we're trying to figure it out and as, as usual can i can i make have, a tease we will have last minute edition can i tease sure, can yes. i tease some races that yes. that are, are for sure yeah Okay. Please do tell me because I'm not aware. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say this, Daytona is on the groundbreaking news to me. IndyCar at Barber Motorsports Park. What do you, what do you, what's that all about? It's a long way away. It's not long. We have to go to Sebring 12. IndyCar at Barber. If we have to, if we have to sleep in a tent and not shower for days, that's fine. We have to go to the Sebring 12 because of uh, the. Uh, if Brian Laundry can WC. do it, we can do it. Oh Jesus! Christ. Oh my God! Uh, Jesus Christ. He only has a the part Indy of a skull barber. And let me finish my list for God's sake. <laughs> IndyCar at Barber. IMSA at Mid Ohio. IndyCar at Nashville. With GT World America. Yes. That's just quite the double header. IndyCar at Nashville. It's not that far either. That Bradley and I will probably be the only ones in Nashville. Yeah. I would say. Uh, I would say so. That's as far as I've got right now. Oh, oh, wait. Jesus Christ. Scared me. Formula One at Coda. When are they at Miami? Are they at Miami in another another in May? We don't know. I don't want to go to Miami. No, and if we go to the Sebring Twelve in March, we need to save up. I want to go to Austin. I want to go to Austin. I don't give a care about Miami. Yeah, I don't either. I really, I don't care at all. Coda in October, Austin. I'd go back to the Indy Eight Hours, Patrick. What about Petit Le Mans as well? Well, we'll go back to Petit Le Mans. And the IMSA VIR in August. We'll do all that shit. I want to do possibly Indy eight hours. I kind of want to go up to Road America for IMSA. You sh- yeah, if I Patrick, where you where you're at in Chicago, absolutely go to Road America for IndyCar too. Do it. If we're gonna cross these do tracks it. off our list, we need to make it out there as well, Patrick. Eventually, Patrick, do you have space for us? Uh, no, because I would have to. It's far enough away from me that I couldn't drive back the same night. <laughs> I see. So oh, it's that far. You have to get a hotel. Yeah. So a hotel. It's like oh, yeah, the, uh, Road America is almost by Green Bay. Are you saying that because you don't want us in your home? No, I'm just saying because one, there's no room in my home. What if I? So well, I mean, so, you did. You did for the first half of the show criticize Patrick talking in his sleep. I want to hear more what he has to say. So I mean, I think he's going to. No, 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 no! Don't misunderstand me. Him. Don't misunderstand me, Patrick. I want to hear more what you have to say. What I have to say is, Road America is closer to Green Bay, Wisconsin, and that's like about three to four hours from where I'm at. So we can catch a Packers game and then go watch the race. <laughs> oh hell no! I will not step in that <laughs> shithole of Patrick, the city. Uh, <laughs> Patrick, hypothetically, if we just wanted to stay at your house, do you have room for us? Uh, no. There's, there's not even a race going on. No occasion. Just want to be there. No, there's actually no room. Okay. Would you buy like three sleeping bags and we can all let, set them side by side in the same bed and just zip up? <laughs> That's the what appropriate is response. going through your damn mind? What? I mean, we're all zipped up in our own bags. The, the fact that it's one bed is immaterial. <laughs> we're all zipped up. 
they're like a bunch of baby they, caterpillars. Yeah, there's to. there's no skin on skin, Patrick. Don't Jesus. make it weird. What are you going to be the human centipede next? What'd you say? What are you going to be the human centipede next? I oh, mean, boy. side by side is not tail to tail, Pat. I know, but you could you could get to that point. I mean, if you want to cut a hole in the in the legs. No, of, no, no. Of, no. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, I shut this thing down. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting this is the second half of the show and it's second half of the show usually when it gets uh the fucking rails yeah. came off yeah <laughs> gets it gets a little okay off. patrick so maybe we have to spend money on a goddamn hotel in, in wisconsin yeah we that and then we can watch wrestlemania yeah as long as we all split a room and uh and then we can hear we can just listen to what you have to say i i, I want to know what your unconscious mind has to say as long as it's not directed at me well i mean the thing is if nobody's there to hear it you need someone there to interpret it well you need someone there to hear it but if it turns into a horror movie yeah i don't know about that which way you you have to record it yeah i will record it actually patrick's not going to sleep now if we share a room (laughs) he's just not going to sleep yeah i'm springing from my own place now (laughs) (laughs) you fuckers are on your own uh, no, yeah, no, I'm not judging you. I just think it's 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 entertaining. If I did it, I would expect no less. I may do it. I mean, I just don't know. Yeah, you don't Ign- know. Ignorance is bliss. Well, you, right? you just turn a recorder on all night and then listen to it in the morning. You never know what you might hear. I- ignorance is bliss. If you, as long as you slept well, Patrick, that's all that matters. No, I True. slept like shit, actually. Well, actually, I will say this: what may have brought that on is uh, I made Patrick drink an old fashioned. Oh. For the first time in a while, he's not a whiskey drinker. I used and to drink makes... whiskey, but it's been yeah. a while. We we grabbed an old fashioned at the hotel next to the hotel. You mean the, the bar maybe, next maybe to the that hotel? Said so, what was that? You mean the bar next to the hotel, not the hotel next to the hotel. <laughs> Whatever words I said, Patrick. Yeah. Whatever words I said. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I think that maybe yeah. was a trigger. Yeah. Well. What we're trying to say, folks, is we need more sponsors. So <laughs> go to intotheapex.com if you like what you hear in here. And I'm pretty sure you probably aren't if you're a sponsor. Uh, no, come on. Yeah, one one of our sponsors is literally a brewery. I know, I know. Come uh, on, folks. We're trying to build, I mean, in all seriousness, we put a post out on Twitter. Uh, but I mean, obviously, it's Twitter. Uh, We've got wonderful sponsors Great Hire HR, Bad Weather Brewing Company, and Roscoe and Wheels. Roscoe Wheels. Yes. Uh, we're looking to add more for 2022 uh, because, frankly, we love doing the podcast. We love doing the on-the-road stuff, and uh, we could use the support to get out to the track more often. Uh, so uh, our sponsors make it possible for us to do what we do um, and continue to do that in the next year. Uh, so we appreciate them. But obviously, we can expand more sponsors. You know, That's what we're looking for. Um, and we also have, I think, a unique uh, promotional opportunity for anybody that's looking for it directed towards motorsport, sim racing, iRacing, all that community. Uh, so if you're interested, contact us. Look us up uh, into the apex.com. We have uh, spots where you can contact us or reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and we'll just we'll talk it out. We're not asking for anything set. <laughs> we're, we're pretty easy folks to get along with. That's right. Uh, we, we're interested in helping people promote things. Uh, and you know, we just want to get out to the track and be able to do that. I so. think getting, yes, yes. That's been instrumental. Yes, it has. Uh, it's a lot of fun for one thing. 
Um, and we're going to try and, for Petite to do more recording. We, uh, yes. It's it's frustrating because we get out to the track and we get kind of sidetracked. And sometimes those shows end up being shorter than everyone else uh, because you're just, there's so much input coming at you that you can't really right. sit down and structure something out. You got to find the right environment. Right, exactly. Exactly. The sound levels, if it's too loud, you just can't do it. Right. It's uh, There's a lot more to it. Yeah. So we're this off-season, thankfully, we're looking at this off-season to book more guests uh, because of the off-season. We've got right. some uh, set up now. I, will, I don't know. I won't mention a name, uh, but it is scheduled. Okay. Uh, a, t- a winning championship contending TC America driver yes. is scheduled. Uh, but I'll wait. I, I just w- always wait until we record the interviews before I, I mention names because people get busy and you may have to delay it. Right. Uh, but as of now, we've got a TC driver and, and perhaps a few more people uh, in the pipe uh, coming up through into December. Let's say that. Yeah. Uh, and we'll, so, try to, we'll try to get more, reach out to some more folks. Uh, don't know what we're going to get at Petite. Uh, it's going to be so busy. The thing is trying to interview drivers and, and people it's, at it's the races. Time. They're it's busy. Yeah. Uh, uh, thankful to Chris Walsh uh, and Team Hardpoint from VIR for giving us some time. Um, and Chris wasn't driving in that race or, or crewing in that race, so he had the time to offer us, I think. But uh, it's hard to schedule with team people and uh, drivers and such right. uh, at That's the true. race. That uh, is true. And it's so we're on such a tight schedule because of our, our abilities. Uh, we don't have time to linger. Uh, we kind of have yeah. to move on, so uh, uh, that you know that's that's another way sponsors can help. It allows us to have more time at the on location. Uh, so I mean, it, it, we're kind of building this first year. It's been in, you know, it's kind of because we're in our studio. I guess we'll finish to close out by waxing poetic about our experience yeah, so doing poetic. this. Yeah. Well, let me say this. Let me close out by changing it right. from that side of things to we can have a tailgate. We can have folks. Um, with us so if you're coming to these races check that on the road schedule on theapex.com it's there because if you're going to be there let us know on social media and we'll sh- and, and follow us uh because we want to have a cheers with you oh yeah i There's mean that no was the, the coolest experience at vir was were people that recognized what we did yeah um and there was just a, a handful of people uh that recognized us from social media and uh that was to say that that was more exciting to me than a lot of things that I've, I've done. Yeah. I mean, that was, that validates the whole, the effort that we've put into doing this. We have, a well, let's close with this uh, as we start kind of a new era here in year two of this show with this studio in North Carolina that we are have initially built and it's looking pretty solid for us. Uh, pictures are up on the Instagram, by the way. Um, our goal is to have, tailgate meetups at nascar imza indycar whatever it might be uh whether we're there or not i mean i think anybody that's involved in the community community of this um but but when we're there uh having you know the the tent set up we want to be the college game day yeah there you go there you go go. Uh, just get it out there you'll find us get it up we'll be visible and it'll be a good time that's that's the vision uh, for on the road because uh, you know the thing is and i know it's not that kind of thing it's not that kind of event necessarily but what imza and gt america and such i mean and it's a different base of fans but it lacks that nascar style of pre-show 
of fun. Yeah. Yes, of fun and excitement. I mean, it's fun. I, I don't it mean is, that yeah, sound, yeah, yeah. That but does, you know what I'm talking about. sounds rad. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. NASCAR had, yeah. or used to have back in the day on Speed Channel, NASCAR Race Day. I don't know what it has now, right. but there's that hype. Yeah. There's that hype show, kind of like what College Game Day is. And I would, it would be amazing to be that for IMSA and for I, I think those series deserve that. IMSA, at the very least, has the crowd to, to get, support the get together, the camping. Yes. 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 Uh, I mean, it's something to gather. And you know, Tyler, you know this. There's, it's not about the race always. It's when you get out to the track, it's the peripheral things going on. Like, oh, I want to yeah. check in here. I want to do this. Right. I want to go check this out. Especially in an endurance race. Yes. You have time to Yeah, do exactly. That. So, I mean... It's the little boxes you check off when you go to the track. Yes, the race is just is the cherry on the top, and it's the it's the main oh, course. Yeah. It's the main course. But you're moving really. around, right? So what we're saying is, won't you join us? Won't you join us? Won't you be our neighbors? Won't you be our neighbors? <laughs> Cheers, join, folks. Join us at the Petit Le Mans in a few weeks. Rob Gregoire will be there. Sam Kenyon will be there from powerheadset.com. Maybe you'll get a free headset. Yes, and your hosts will be there from Into the Apex, and we will be recording, I think, more on that location. Indeed, we will. Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. So for Rob, for Patrick, for myself and Tyler, this has been... Cheers, everybody. From, from our from first the new show. Studio. The new studio. The Apex. You've been listening to Into the Apex. Apex. Presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at madsimracing.com.